ideas, stories, characters, scripts. Please make this. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Please Make This mini-sode. My name is Laura Petro, and I am the host for this episode, so very, very exciting stuff. Um, For this mini-sode, I was thinking, hey, wait a minute, I haven't done a um, cross-collab with my other podcast in a minute. Uh, for a little bit there, as my seasons over there wrapped up, I would write a fan fiction for the book that we had read, um, or sometimes were reading. I would do it kind of in the middle of things. And I realized, dang, we've done a few seasons now, and we've been fan fanficless, fanfictionless. And I I talked to Maggie after we did our, our last season wrap-up, season seven, and I said, uh, I think I'll do another fan fiction. So here I am doing another fan fiction and we just finished reading The Maze Runner, which is a dystopian sci-fi apocalyptic uh, series that's really, really fun, actually. And it involves um, a bunch of teenage test subjects as a, a government agency is trying to find a cure and they put them through a bunch of just crazy, crazy trials and tribulations. So uh, what I'm getting at is, is when I, I started thinking about what I wanted to do for a fan fiction, it really came from a joke that Maggie and I uh, were doing in uh, our season wrap up. And it, it was mostly because as I kind of was teetering with this idea of going back into the fan fiction world, I was like, Maze Runner, I don't really know where I would go with this book because uh, there's an original trilogy and there is already two prequels, one that takes place, uh, sorry, both take place before the uh, series uh, and give us more insight into just everything. And then there's also just came out a... a um, a sequel essentially that takes place like 80 years after uh, everything that happens in this trilogy. So James Dashner is really covering his bases. So uh, for my fan fiction this time around, um, we're going um, we're going stupid with it and um, really stupid with it. Maggie and I were talking during our uh, a season wrap up, like I said, about um what if like the the Glade, which is where all of these uh, teenagers live, was a like a dating show? Uh, so I wrote my fan fiction that I'm calling Welcome to the Glade um, about what if when Teresa enters the maze, um, it ends up just being a dating show and some people are more wrapped up with solving the maze and finding adventure and others are more wrapped up with finding love. Um, so the fan fiction is called Welcome to the Glade. It is written by me uh, and I had a lot of fun with this. So I'm uh, going to read it for you now. It's just a little tidbit, a little snippet. But maybe I'll write more of this because honestly, this was a, a really fun exercise for myself. Um, so let's go ahead and do it. Um, I hope you guys like it and I hope you hate it too. I hope it's both. Uh, welcome to the Glade. Teresa's eyes cracked open from her succinct meditative state as the whirring of the eight foot by eight foot metal box she was in 
slowly propelled itself upward. It was really happening. A soft smile formed on her face. She'd known others to go through this experiment or journey as the producers at Wicked had encouraged her over and over again to call it. And they all had come away with a new confidence in themselves derived from the adventure that the Glade promised and the new love that they ultimately found along the way. Aris's time in the Glade had been a season of firsts. The first time they brought in exes, the first time two contestants ran off together, the first time people had been more fixated on adventure themselves than finding love with the lone bachelor. Now Wicked was having its first female taking the lead on everything with Teresa, who coincidentally was one of the adventure seekers from Aris's season and landed herself in the final three somehow. That was another first, recycling an old contestant as the new Glade lead. Welcome to the Glade hit everyone's television sets via Wicked Productions just a few years back. It got so popular after its inaugural season, they immediately upped the order to two seasons a year. Teresa, in her casting process, even heard one producer yelling into a phone that they should try to construct a spinoff where all their favorite losers from seasons past get put together in the Glade in hopes that even there's even more drama, love, and fighting. As a fan herself, she didn't really think that the format would work, but knowing her, she would give it a chance. But in reality, there wasn't time to think about past seasons. Her ascent into her season was quickly coming to an end. The producers told her that the way up to the Glade lasted about 60 seconds, and with all the anticipation building up inside her, it somehow felt felt like both uh, a second and 20 minutes had passed since she entered the box. She smiled again to herself, secretly hope um, she smiled again to herself. Secretly, she was hoping that the audience liked her more uh, than she was hoping that the suitors liked her, but she hadn't told the producers that. Suddenly, the box jerked to a stop with a loud kerchunk as the mechanics of it all settled back into its places. Teresa couldn't help but think that a show with such money poured into it would invest in a better mechanism to bring their main bachelor, bachelorette into Glade. But then again, it was all a part of the experience. A hatch at the ceiling of the box that she was in opened up, revealing a bright light from the perfect blue sky and a rope ladder unraveled, falling into place in front of her. Teresa completely forgot the cameras had already started rolling the moment she stepped into the box. Uh, The producers had told her a reaction. The producers had told her any reaction she was going to have to try and multiply it by 10, and she had already seriously been slacking on that. To make up for it, she expressively shielded her eyes as she squinted up to the hatch, taking in the sunlight, and then she squealed excitedly as she practically jumped onto the rope ladder and made her way up into the glade. Curling herself over the box opening and onto the ground, Teresa once again was smiling stupidly to herself. Not for the producers this time, she was just genuinely excited to be back here. Uh, back when she was a contestant on Aris's season, she loved everything about the glade. The fresh air, the perfect weather, how lively everything was. Even the colors of everything here seemed more saturated than in real life. She looked around, taking it all in. It was all just as she remembered. She paused in her reminiscing of everything because something was definitely not there the last time she was here, and it was an identical hatch opening maybe about 10 yards away from her. Honestly, she was surprised she didn't notice it immediately because it really did stick out like a sore thumb. 
Typically, the other contestants or the interests, as Wicked always called them, trickled in over the first week as the production really focused on the main person and getting to know them more as they acclimated themselves to the Glade with first impressions sprinkled out over the course of the episode. It made it for easier for the audience to pick their favorites. So this whole second hatch thing was definitely a wrench that Teresa wasn't expecting. Teresa started making her way closer to the hatch. This will be good, she thought. Everyone will love that I'm investigating this. But deep down, she knew production had already gotten the reaction they wanted for her for their edit. The confused double take of her trying to make sense of this second box. Uh, She only hoped that she didn't look too lame. Her main goal was to hold up the adventurous and carefree badass that everyone online had dubbed her last year. And acting confused and uncertain was not a good way to uphold that. As she made her way closer to the opening, she could hear something, or someone rather, inside climbing a rope ladder just as she had. Teresa smoothed her hair over. Surely it must be the start of the interests coming in. But suddenly she was overcome with nerves over everything. All eyes were going to be on her from now until her final pick. Her thoughts were immediately silenced when a body rolled over the hatch's opening and thudded onto the ground. It wasn't any boys or even a boy for that matter. A girl about her age was laying on the ground staring up at her. Brenda? Teresa shrieked. Oh wow, how exciting is all of this? Brenda sat up straight and hoisted herself up off the ground. She seemed so calm, so cool with all of this. Meanwhile, panic and a mix of other emotions were raging inside Teresa. Brenda had been the runner-up on ours this season. Brenda was one of those you either loved her or hated her contestants, but she never seemed bothered by her mixed reviews, much like she didn't seem bothered now, which somehow only bothered Teresa more. Teresa tried to mirror Brenda's cool energy and act like she knew this was going to happen. Her and Brenda had been on fine terms during their season, but there was something about her that Teresa couldn't quite stand. The overall appearance of Brenda on the show seemed genuinely aloof and very predictable and somehow unintentionally starting conflict between the other interests on their season. And in Teresa's eyes, she thought it was all a front and Brenda knew exactly what she was doing. Even though Teresa didn't really care for Aris, she still blamed Brenda, who also didn't really care for Aris, for her elimination. Before Teresa could even think to respond or think of how her body language was being perceived to the many, many, many hidden cameras surrounding them, the show's upbeat yet adventurous theme music started playing. Welcome to the Glade, the announcer's voice boomed across the terrain. Welcome, Brenda and Teresa, two of the most talked about contestants from Aris's season. Teresa glanced over to Brenda, who was smiling, engaged, waiting for further instruction. Teresa immediately loathed herself for disassociating from the task at hand. She then followed Brenda's lead and stood awaiting more information. This season, we decided to have not just one female sifting through our selected interests, but two females that our interests can vie for the attention of. Teresa could practically feel her eyes bulging out of her head as her force-plastered smile stayed on her face. She knew she probably looked crazy, but she couldn't help it. If there's one thing Teresa learned about herself last season is that she wasn't one to compete for love, uh, and having someone like Brenda, who seemed like she couldn't get enough of it, was definitely not something that she was prepared for. Brenda gave out an excited cheer and clapped her hands. Teresa immediately started clapping too. Get yourself together, she told herself. She took a deep breath and immediately felt more relaxed. 
The announcer continued, Now you might have already guessed that this season's going to be a little different than usual. We'll explain more as our first week continues on, but for now, let's get our first interests in here. The more music played as the announcer's mic cut. I can't wait to meet these guys, Brenda gushed. Uh-huh, me too. Teresa tried to match the enthusiasm. Both girls started looking around them. Where and more importantly, how were this first round of guys going to enter? Teresa noticed it first. Overhead, about 10 little rose-colored pods with propellers on top of them were slowly twirling down to the ground. Teresa smiled her first genuine smile since she got there. They looked so beautiful, like mechanical flowers that effortlessly came down. As they continued to get closer to the girls, Teresa could see how big these pods actually were, just big enough to hold a single person inside. The pods landed one by one, gently on the ground and all right next to each other. And as the final pod landed, the doors on each opened up one by one and an interest stepped out. Soon, all of them were standing in a line, also waiting for further instruction. And that's where I'm going to leave it for now. I know it's a, just a little taste, just a littlest of taste. Um, and again, I might keep writing more of this because it uh, was, a, again, a fun exercise for me. But um, yeah, so that was my my little mini-sode this week and my little fan fiction for the Maze Runner series. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Uh, you can follow us on social media at Please Make This on TikTok and Twitter at Sorry, at please make this on Instagram and TikTok at PMT Podcast on Twitter. And we'll be back next week with another full length episode. Goodbye.